As a disclaimer, the topics discussed in this podcast episode will contain conversations revolving around mental health that include therapy, unsupportive family, and depression. Please note this is not professional treatment or professional advice. If you are having a mental health crisis, please seek emergency assistance by calling 911 or contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. With that, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is how to approach your parents or family about getting professional help. Jumping in, this episode was supposed to go over this topic. However, the guest and I realized that we ended up taking a different direction with the conversation gearing more towards just or their personal process of beginning therapy. And also, just to be upfront, um, the guest that I brought on today makes the process of beginning therapy seem very simple and fluid. I want to emphasize that just like the guests will say in about a minute, they were very lucky to have an easy process of starting therapy, a doctor's building complex that includes mental health services on site, and parents not outright forbidding them to getting therapy, as well as medical insurance that allowed the expenses to be covered. Of course, for many others, getting professional help can be difficult and inaccessible, And also the lack of diversity within the services itself that are available can be a major turnoff, especially when taking into account language barriers and common issues that are culture and race bound. Ideally, mental health services should be a right rather than a privilege, especially when so many are being affected by it. However, we don't live in this type of world just yet, despite the efforts working towards making it a reality. So instead, I will be linking some mental health master lists of resources that hopefully you guys can take advantage of on the summary and key points document, which will be linked in the description of this episode. Um, Keep in mind that these resources should not necessarily be used to replace actual professional services. If you can receive professional help and have the means to, it's highly encouraged to take the opportunity and try it out. Okay, I'll get out of your guys' hair now. Thank you. And today, I brought on a guest as well. And so, would you like to give yourself a quick introduction? Yes, okay. Hello, I'm your high school senior, and I'm on today's episode because I'm seeing a therapist for my depression. I hope to offer some insight into what therapy and the process of beginning therapy is like. So please keep in mind that my experience will probably be different than others. So first of all, thank you for taking time out of your day to be coming on this episode. And so I think it's important to establish some context. So the question is, how was your relationship with your parents and how understanding were they on topics relating to mental health? Well, regarding my parents' relationship, uh, I think we have like a very typical, you know, parent-to-child relationship. Um in that they, you know, they they fulfill their caretaker role, like they provide me a home, food, and clothes, right? The basic stuff that's expected of a parent, but they're more lacking on like the emotional support. Like they don't really check in with me as much um, with how like I'm doing, like mentally, how I'm doing in school. They don't really, they're not really involved in that part of my life. 
Um, and on the topic of mental health itself, they don't really believe in it. Or at least when I first approached them about how I had depression, they're like, oh, you're just joking. You don't have depression. Because their definition of depression was um, when someone locks themselves in their room all day and doesn't talk to anyone. That's what they think depression is. But, you know, of course, it's a lot more than that. But, yeah, they don't believe in mental health. They think um, it's very, it has a very outlined structure. And they think I don't fit in that. So that's why they don't, they don't, it's, mental health is a very, like, avoided topic around them. They don't really address it, kind of brush it off. Um, and knowing this, how did you actually start going to therapy then? Because obviously your parents weren't very open about it or they weren't really understanding. So how did you actually start going to therapy? Like, how did you approach your parents, I guess, about getting professional help? Well... Um, from my experience, the place, like, when I go to my doctor's place for, like, you know, checkups or whatnot, they usually give me, like, a form to fill out, um, and it's, like, kind of like a depression form test, and just ask some basic questions, like, are you feeling kind of hopeless? Are you feeling sad? Do you feel like you're disappointing your family? Um, you know, questions along those lines. Um, and you fill that out, and they score you, and they kind of gauge, like, oh, you have mild depression, moderate depression, whatnot. Um, and through that form, I feel that I was being a little bit more honest, they, they scored me, and they were, uh, they told me I had, like, mild depression, like, they offered, like, do you want to talk to, like, a therapist, because the place I go to, it's like, they have, um, it's a whole facility, they have their own, like, pharmacy, their own therapist, own optometrist, and, um, so if I need something done, like if I need medicine or something, they'll refer me to their pharmacy. And in this case, they referred me to like their therapist. And um, in terms of like approaching my parents about it, um, I didn't really have to ask them because um, I was like, the whole therapy process for me started with that form. So from that form, the doctors themselves spoke to me and they asked me if I wanted to see a therapist. And the... Um, they did like, tell my parents, yeah, she's like struggling with their um, like, depression. But again, my parents aren't really involved in that kind of stuff. They kind of just go along with whatever the doctor says. So when the doctor recommended me to the therapist, I guess the parents weren't like, fully involved in that part, that part of the process itself. Mm-hmm. And so did you need your parents' consent at all in terms or like during the process of like getting yourself a therapist? Or was it just your own choice, and then they were like, okay, and then they set you up? Um, I think it was more of the latter. The doctor um, was speaking more to me. We're like, um, did I want to feel, um, did I feel like needed to talk to someone? And I was like, yeah, I could try doing that. And from there, they they just kind of, like, briefly explained to my parents. Um, they made me sort of like, oh, she has depression, she's going to talk to, like, um, our therapist. And they kind of just, like, agreed to just went with it. Um, so, I guess they didn't need to, like, sign anything. There was no, like, paperwork needed. Um, it was just kind of like, okay, and they set me up with an appointment. Um, and it was sort of just that. And so you mentioned how, like, your parents sort of just, like, followed along with what your doctor was saying, and in the beginning, you were talking about how, like, they sort of brushed it off, or, like, brushed off your feelings of, like, depression and mental health issues, and so now, 
do you feel like it's different or has it been the same? Like, has their perspective on mental health changed? Honestly, I don't even, I'm not even totally sure they know I'm seeing a therapist. How does that work? Okay, with my therapist, um, my very first appointment, yes, I went to, like, her, I went to see her in person to have an appointment with her and talk face-to-face, but from there, um, we moved to, like, telephone, telehome calls where she basically just FaceTimes me and we have our therapy session, um, like, her in her office and I'm, like, in my own, we're just talking about FaceTime. Um, and my parents do get, like, text messages from, like, you know, the facility I go to, and they're like, oh, okay, I have an appointment this day with, um, my therapist, right? But they, they don't have to take me to the actual place to see her. So they kind of aren't, like, I don't think they are aware that exactly what these appointments are, like, these are therapy sessions. Um, and as for, like, if they've, developed a better understanding of mental health honestly I haven't really um tried to push them to understand or try to help them understand because it is kind of um emotionally draining to do so with them trying to argue back with me like oh you don't have depression or like they're trying to define what depression is to me Mm -hmm. um so with, with that I think I eventually will try to work through it but for right now I'm trying to work through my own my own um, thoughts with my therapist, and hopefully later on, we'll try to help my parents understand what it really is. Wow. Okay. Um, so you mentioned how your parents aren't really involved in terms of like you seeking professional help, you going to see a therapist and stuff like that. And so how has the services that you've been using, like your therapist, like how are they getting paid? Okay, well... Um, in my case, I have medical insurance, so none of, like, the therapy sessions are being paid for out of my own pocket, which I think is a lot, which is why my parents aren't, um, as involved, because they don't really see the money, you know, going out of their own pocket, so, um, it's all covered by my own medical insurance, um, and that's why I say, like, in my experience, it might be different compared to others, um, that and also, like, the place I go to, how they kind of have all their own services, you know, like therapy and pharmacy. So it was a lot easier in my case to get set up with therapy, but it's it would probably be different for other people if they don't have medical insurance or their parents are um, not really understanding of how therapy works. And so to you personally, like, do you think it was worth the risk or like, was it a good choice for you to try to get therapy? Well, I say it was not much of a risk because, again, I was covered by um, my insurance and, like, the medical place I go to arrange, like, the therapy session for me already. So I'm very lucky to have had, that, like, that easy process done for me. Um, and as in, like, if it was a good choice, I think it was a good choice for me personally because it was, like, the first step of me acknowledging that, like, I needed support for my mental health struggles. And... Um, I feel like having a therapist that I could, like, talk to, even if, like, um, maybe I don't want to fully put all my weight onto her yet, uh, I feel like it's still a good, still a good, um, thing to have, you know, someone to, um, talk to about my problems about, instead of, like, trying to juggle everything on my own. Uh, I see, I see. 
Okay, so is there any um, like subsection of the topic that you want to talk about or go over that we may have missed? Okay, well, I want to say that, you know, maybe some people might look at therapy and think, oh, it's not going to help me or um, it's not going to do much, right? It's not going to make a big difference. But um, I was hesitant about therapy and I did give it a try. You know, maybe it's not where I wanted to be, but I think it's a lot better than trying to handle it on my own. But um, I also just want to mention that therapy, like, you're not going to jump into therapy and think, wow this is going to solve all my problems. Um, or maybe, like, not for everyone, right? Maybe it, would, it does for some people. But um, I know when I first started talking to my therapist, I'm like, I do not want to dump all my problems onto this one person that I don't know. Um, and, you know, maybe over time, maybe over a couple of therapy sessions, it does get better. Or um, maybe that means you just have to look into a different therapist that um, is better suited to, you know, what you need. So I think therapy is worth a good shot. And if not, that's okay too. Maybe try reaching out to a friend or to your family if um, the option's available. I second that, even though I don't go to therapy. It's okay. You don't even have to be sad to go to therapy. Therapy for anything is good, I think. Yeah, that's true. I feel like everyone should have a therapist. Mm, Yeah. And to wrap this episode up, do you have any final thoughts um, and my last words from this episode, um, if you're hesitant, try reaching out to a friend or maybe a therapist. If you feel like therapy is not really your thing, then that's okay. Therapy is not really my thing either, but the important part is that I'm trying. And you should try to. We should all try. Woo! Therapy. <laughs> okay so once more thank you for taking time out of your day and coming on the episode that will be all goodbye goodbye Getting therapy or any form of professional help can be out of reach and challenging for many due to not knowing where to go or where to start. If access to therapy or mental health is a challenge to you, remember that there are resources out there that can help. And a few of these resources are listed on the summary outline that's worth checking out. If you are local within Orange County, California, OC Link's information and referral line may be a good place to start to begin the process of therapy. OC Links provides telephone and online navigation assistance for anyone who is seeking information and resources to mental health services. It is available in languages such as Vietnamese, Spanish, Korean, Arabic, Farsi, and English. If you are interested, the referral line number is 855-625-4657. This resource will also be included in the summary outline. On the next episode, we will be focusing on a more hefty topic relating to the aftermath of a suicide attempt. I feel like it was a wake-up call for a lot of people as well. Yeah, a lot of people I knew around me, my reputation as like a person for the most part, people just know me as like a happy-go-lucky person. Yeah. Or like really energetic, like social, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Outgoing, which, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, though, I think most people didn't realize how like 
shocked how like they didn't they barely even knew me at all we hope to catch you next time bye